This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Today, (laughs) we are talking about boobs. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we are. And that's the show. It's a hilarious conversation we had last night. Uh, we actually learned some stuff about each other and our opinions and our feelings and stuff. And we got real. And we want to share that with you. So welcome to the show. That's right. <laughs> uh, I certainly hope Still we're tweaking recording. this stuff, still dialing this stuff in. But I continue to be excited. And I said the show is about boobs, but why don't you elaborate on that? Well, first of all, if you're new here, welcome. My name is Melanie Studley. I'm the actual host of this show. Seth is my sidekick. <laughs> and no, the show is called Anatomy of Us, but uh-huh. we give uh, real, we bring real help for real couples because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of good real help out there. But what he's talking about is breast augmentation slash boob jobs. Boob jobs. Breast implant illness slash explant. Right. And I, so. The point of this is we're not making it, it about us and Melody's boobs, but we're using that story to get to the real stuff of talking about how we are having more real conversations recently, thanks to a book we read, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. And it's basically say, hey, if more couples would actually say what's on their mind, say what they're feeling, say what they're thinking in real time, rather than like dismissing feelings or not saying what they meant, and then paying the price later when you're like, who the hell are you? Our marriage is terrible. Right. I want out, right? So that is what we're, we're, we're talking about. Uh, conflict avoided is conflict multiplied. And I've done that personally in my marriage life and other lives. I'm a cat or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Former lives. You're not even <laughs> right. in the frame. Honey. Okay, now I'm in the frame. Um, and I'm not doing it that way anymore. And we had a fun date last night. We went and got some... Uh, Dozone, some Chinese food, and it was awesome. And we had a great conversation, and we were like, let's not talk about that. Let's save it for the show. And that's what we're doing. So let's right. dive straight in. Well, let's back up and give some details. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're new to the show, you may not know, or if, I mean, we haven't talked about it much, but I had a breast augmentation done in 2013, I think. Mm-hmm. Potential, yeah. Uh, 2013 ish or I don't, I don't even know what it was. It was like eight years ago. Right. And, um, <clears throat> uh, so let me preface, like, like set the scene for all of this because mm-hmm. the actual day this last December, when I was preparing for my brother's service, mm-hmm. like Memorial, mm-hmm. he died last year, uh, like la- last month. And I was December, pre- yeah. yeah, December and I was getting ready for it and I was getting dressed and I'm like, what is wrong with my boob? Mm. Like, what is it doing? Like, it's smaller than the other one What's going on. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, it was like too much going on to even contemplate thinking about it. And then slowly over the next couple of days, it got flatter and flatter and flatter. And I was like, it deflated. What? Yeah. And I was like, what is going on? And so I'm like, well, I clearly, I popped one of my boobs and they're, what is it? Saline. Yeah. They're saline. saline. Yes. Um, there, and, and I'm going to give you a lot of details here because I've had women ask me about these. So I'm just going to give you all the details. Like they are um, subglandular, not submuscular, meaning they're underneath the gland, not the muscle. But mm. There's a big difference in how they do the surgery, 
all the different, there's a lot of difference about the placement of them. So mine are subglandular saline implants. And I realize now, because yesterday I had a, an appointment to talk about what to do. And that's a lot of it. So this conversation is going to be sort of like two or three different conversations wove mm-hmm. together, have been woven wove. together, woven. Get wove. Um, <clears throat> and I had an appointment yesterday to figure out what to do about said deflated boob. And um, discovered, so I went to a different clinic place because I didn't like the original one that I went to and discovered that I just had like really terrible care at the first one that I went to. Like they didn't help me with everything from like the profile, meaning the shape of the implant to the size of the implant for my body, like all these different things. The doctor was like, man, you just did not get good treatment at your other place and they Mm. did not help you like all these different things. So that, that actually made me feel really good that yeah. he was like, I kind of reassuring. Yeah. It made me feel good. But anyway, where do you want to start with this conversation well, though? There's so many places I want to start. Uh, well actually, so you, oh, <laughs> let's okay. go to the funny just, part. Just ask me a question and then change the subjects. <laughs> no, it's not typical <laughs> woman. <laughs> Golly, <weirdo. laughs> um, but I want to start with where, where it became sort of the funniest when we were in the car driving oh. and we got to the, the dough zone in the rent and landing, which is, I highly recommend the clear noodle soup. Yes. So good. Hot and sour. Hot and sour clear noodle soup. But anyway, we got to the dough zone and we're like debating, like, do we get a explant? Like explant means to have them taken out, right? Right. And then well, if definitely. You, yes. For that, we have to. Right. So, but there's, there's options. There's an explant with a replacement, get a different pair of fake boobs put in or an explant and nothing or an explant with a breast lift. Now an explant and nothing on my body would be really abysmal. Like I have just, I'm not a very meaty lady. Meteor. <laughs> I'm not very fatty. Meaty? I'm not. I don't have a lot of what breast tissue. What do you got, tissue. filet mignons on uh, your chest? I don't have filet mignons on my chest. I have the anti of mignons. <laughs> I have like empty bread bags on my chest. Okay. Uh, don't don't self-deprecate yourself I'm not, too much. You haven't seen my deflated boobs and you are not allowed to say what you think about them. Okay. Because you haven't even seen them. But if I took the implants out all the way, like I'm going to be as clear as possible. Like my boobs look like saggy, like a, like a drawing of an old lady sag boobs. I'm 38 years old, had three children. Do we share too much? No, I don't care. Cause I, if Is this I, TMI? no, if I was looking for a podcast about this, I would be like, thank you Lord for someone saying that thing because it's very hard to find information I on think this you stuff. Mean Lord. Thank you, Lord. Laertes. Thank you, Lertis. But anyway. Okay. Um, so we're, what was I saying? We're debating what to do. Right. Like get the X. Well, and the other thing too is like, okay, if I got the explant and a boob lift, if you ever Googled the process of a boob lift, it is disgusting. It's a major surgery. They take your staples. nipple off. And the doctor was like, well, because your implants are subglandular, if the blood flow to your nipple area for any reason has been diminished, your nipple could die. You heard what I said. It sounded so funny. It's like, could die. Die. <laughs> your nipple could die. Going back to the who's extra or not, we know who uh, it is. It's like I'm Chris Farley or something. Right. <laughs> your nipple could die. Oh, boy. Okay, so we were having this conversation of, oh, major surgery or major, major surgery or what? Well, let and- me tell- Can I tell the difference, though? So if I had Briefly. a breast lift, it would be a five-hour surgery. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. You don't think you that's don't a big one. think of these things. And the I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I wouldn't want you to have to have a five-hour surgery. I don't want a five-hour surgery. Right. So we were just talking over some sake 
and some Hot uh, Chinese beer. And you got a Sing little ha. loose. Singha. Sing, uh, I think it's Qingdao. Um, but anyway, uh, and, and we were talking. I was like, wait a minute. What if, so we're talking about deflation and saline and one sagging and all this stuff. What if the whole tables were turned and I was like, I don't know, babe. Like, so, I mean, I got a, like a nut job and <laughs> made my nuts bigger. So I don't know. We liked it at the time. It was fun. You know, it was like sexy and stuff. And it's like, oh, great. Big nuts. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're the one making nut jokes this right? time. It's almost always me. <laughs> Big nuts, but like, okay, I have bad news. One of these nuts is popped. Right. These nuts. Ah! One of these nuts is not like the other one. Right. <laughs> Nothing right. even it's happened. not even turned in. Um, and just if the tables were turned, uh, it's like uh, one of my nuts deflated. And you found it very attractive to, I don't know, big nuts or whatever. <laughs> and so I'd be like, oh, okay, I got to go have surgery to, I don't know, make the nuts match now. I hope or the like, kids never run across this on YouTube. Oh my gosh. I hope not either. <laughs> and if, just what, what if it if was, you have turn it off. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> if it was flipped like that, it just seems so silly, Stupid. but it's normalized that we're talking about, Oh, one of your body parts right. deflated and you were it's like, should I now. inject it with silicone? Should you put a thing in there now? And like, and so I'm going to get the real part of the conversation. It's just like the humor of it did not escape me. And it, it's just like, what did I say? I was, then I like moved from the nuts to like the wiener thing, you know, and it's like, oh, You're well, just dying laughing I know that it. you love like a, a, a big one, right? It's like, oh, it deflated. Oh, no, you, right? you said what to me, I say? you were like, I just want you to do whatever feels comfortable. Because Seth was um, saying, he's like, I don't actually want you to get another boob job. He's like, I would rather you just have them out and get the lift and just like have nothing in your body be done with it. It seems safer. So then he's talking, he's like, I just want you to feel comfortable with whatever. And then he's like, like, imagine like he goes, think about what I'm even saying. If it was anything else, like you can have a micro penis. It's fine. Or you can have an eight inch horse dong. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, he was laughing because he's like, what am I even saying to you? Like, it just sounds so weird. And then he's like, of course you didn't want like a micro penis, like in flat boobs. I guess that has a dip. Uh, oh my God, what are we talking about? So a, a micro, like one inch penis has a very different job than like super small boobs would. But you not, know what I'm saying? But no, not, and I no, no, mean, no, 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 like, like intercoursally, right? Aesthetically. Intercoursarily. I understand what you're saying aesthetically, but right. like intercoursarily it's like okay well micro penis now probably not well i don't know what you're getting at but anyway it it was a very funny conversation and trying to reframe a very serious conversation you know like a very right. serious thing something that's on the horizon like right it's not gonna not happen right either way for sure this episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. But I do want to give more detail about the... So yesterday I went to my appointment. And um, the doctor was really awesome, by the way. But he... We talked about all these different options. And was then it a guy? It was a guy, Dr. Hutter, I think is his Beat name. Beat the hell out of him. 
He was really nice. I'm just kidding. What was funny is I was literally sitting there talking to him. And I'm like, I just have to take my shirt off and show my boobs to this guy in like eight minutes. It's so weird. And like he put my apron thing on me when we like he put my thing on when we were done. It was just was yeah. like, this is the weirdest. And there has to be like a person, to, like right. a witness or whatever. So mm-hmm. the, <laughs> and I even called it out. I'm like, this is just the weirdest job. You just have to stand there and try not to look at me. And then we were like, started talking. It was funny. She was super funny and nice, but right. like, you know, he's like taking pictures of my actual boobs. And then he puts my like tiny paper thing on like, as if it's like a, like a knight in shining armor, like we're going on a date or something. It was just so weird and like surreal. Like what is happening right now? It's interesting. Like, the actually, whole makes, concept is makes interesting. Makes me think of you getting your, uh, your, we're going there. Well, why you, Oh, you can't go there. I'm going to take us there immediately. The school bus, the magic school bus. Oh boy. So I'll tell the <laughs> story. Then. on a sound wave. Okay. So, um, man, is this a real podcast? Let even? It be. I don't even know. So, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago or something. It's like, we're having a bunch of medical procedures recently or something. And, uh, I was like, okay, well I got to go to the doctor. Right. And it's not for like, you know, like your, it's orchitis. Right. Ball pain. Ball pain. You got to stop playing. Uh, that's right. So maybe you dudes have had this before. And sometimes you got to get an ultrasound on your boys. <laughs> you, right? You usually don't talk like that. A little that. In- investigation on your nuts. Oh, sound gosh. like Kev on stage, don't I? <laughs> you wish. Oh, I know. And your mutts are nuts, musty. You, you can't even say it. Your mutts are nusty. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Oh boy. Okay. So I had to get an ultrasound on my canuts, right? Yeah. And I was like, okay, please like just be like an ugly lady or something. I don't know. This is so stupid. And this is embarrassing. And, um, in walks a not ugly lady in walks a not ugly lady, a nurse. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> no, really? Because it's embarrassing, you know? You don't know the half of embarrassing. Well, you okay, you yeah, I've never had a kid birth. and like had a vag, op- you know, open. Think of it like I've had given vaginal birth and had like interns just like, you know, they got their clipboards. <laughs> Damn, that's some bacon. Is that, what those, is that what they said? Is that the note that they took? I'm, I'm going to keep myself contained. Thick like smoke bacon. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. That bacon be popping out babies. Okay, so here's the point. Um, An attractive nurse looked at my nuts, and I couldn't do anything about it, and it's super embarrassing. And scanned them. And scanned the nuts, right? So I don't know how we were talking about that. Because it's funny. It's just a moment. It's just real, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but after a while, I was like, what else am I going to do? Not get my nuts scanned? Not get, you know looked at or something like that. Right. So, but, um, what, well, I, we what I was saying was I, I wanted to talk more about the procedure that I had done. I had a procedure done yesterday. Okay. Let's don't talk about the procedure. No, people give a crap. You might not care, but I care. And so does people. So does people. All right, go people then. So I wanted to share that I went in again. One of my boobs has deflated to the flatness of the pancake. And the other one is like overly large because over-boobed. it was over boobed when I got them done. And I had seen through immense YouTubing that you can actually have your um, saline implant drained like as an inpatient, like in the office thing. Like it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. And I thankfully the guy, the Dr. Hutter was like, hey, we can drain this. It's not, it takes like five minutes and it doesn't really hurt. 
Uh, it costs, oh, you know, $500, but whatever. But it's been really embarrassing to have one giant boob and one flat inverted boob for how long? A month now. Um, and like, like walking around with one giant nut. Right. As uh, so many people know about. Uh, and so I've had to literally be like padding one half of my chest mm. with, and I don't have pad things to pad it with. So I like paper. find them from my bathing suits and like stack them together. It's ridiculous. But so anyway, he numbed the side of my boob mm-hmm. and put a needle in it and drew mm. out like one of those giant like syringe, syringe things mm-hmm. drew out like just a ton of stuff. And he's like, okay, well, was it clear? Mm-hmm. Which actually made me feel good. I'm like, well, at least it's not like gross and decroded or whatever, but right. it was just clear. And then he's like, yeah, the rest will just leak into your body. So I'm like, cool. And he's like, if it doesn't leak enough, just push on it. I'm like, oh. Uh, well, it's saline. So it's just salt water, basically. Yeah. It's not like poisonous silicone. Right, right, Going right. through. Right. So I think the the point of this whole thing, we're not just talking about like medical procedure, you know, week or something. <laughs> this isn't just about us talking about all the medical procedures and stuff that are going on. It is some of the conversations that we're having above what's going on of the medical procedures or like, okay, what's the meaning above the meaning above the meaning, like the meta meaning, right? And we were talking yesterday and uh, body image is a big thing for men and women, obviously. And I was telling Melanie that, hey, listen, sure, I don't want you to have a, you know, five hour surgery and I feel bad that you have to go under and have all that stuff. It just makes me sad, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and you were talking about, because I was under the impression first of like, okay, let's just, you know, get the, all the foreign things out of your body. Cause that's just uh-huh. not natural and stuff like that. And you're like, well, maybe the, the other different kind of implants would be okay. And I was like, well, uh, it's not my body, so mm-hmm. you can. Right. And, then I was talking about whatever makes you feel the most confident, the most sexy, the most appealing, like what makes you feel the most in your own skin, right? right? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if I want you to have huge giant boobs because it turns me on, right? It matters how you feel mm-hmm. about yourself, right? So if you don't do anything and you just super flat chested and all you are is now super self um, conscious of it and just feel like crap and you're judging yourself more, Mm -hmm. that's going to equal like less connection and pleasure for us, less sexual satisfaction for both of us, less sex in general, I believe. And then just not that, right? And I'm not saying sex is the only way to connect and stuff like that. I'm not saying that. So what I'm saying is, hey, you do what brings you the most joy in that, right? And you said yesterday, you're like, I've never heard him talk like that before. So that's kind of different. I did not say that. You said something like that. I've never heard you talk like that before, Seth. Well, we're not doing like ad spots in like uh, national radio or anything like that. But I did say something to that effect. And you said something to that effect of like, "Hmm, okay. (laughs) You're so weird. You said it about your own self. I did not say it about you. I pointed it out. Sure. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, you did point it out, but I do think you have a good point in saying, which what I got, the more I thought about it, I was like, I wish we could rewind time Mm. and you could have told me that before I had gotten them in. Right. Um, and not be, and again, I don't know that that would have even changed the course of what happened, but I think it would have changed the direction of the conversations at that time, you know? Well, for sure. But you know how different we were 
Oh of yeah. People oh, eight to ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought Are you that. Kidding me? I'm like we did. We, we were aliens and not Just numb nuts we were, doing nothing. <laughs> we were aliens and not the kind that are starting civilizations in the future. No, we weren't future civilization aliens. Like single-celled brains, we aliens, were amoebas, <laughs> <laughs> nematodes, nematodes, nematodes. I don't even know. That's right. Anemones. But, but anyway, elaborate on what you were saying. Well, like I think that. Well, sort of based on what you were saying, this mm-hmm. idea of I, I don't care what you look like. I care that you're confident, right? Right. And so it started because you, I, I was saying if I just get the implants out, then I'm super flat chested. If I get an, a lift even, he's like, you have like no breast tissue, like getting a lift. I didn't say that. The doctor said. That. Yeah, no, yeah, no. He you have like zero boobs. You have no, t- no breast tissue. Ugh. I thought you were going to say tits. You have no tits. <laughs> Where did the tits go? No, just kidding. Uh, no. So you, basically you were saying mm-hmm. your preference was that I got them out completely and had a breast lift, which would equal me being flat, basically like super flat. And I told you because you have talked about liking me heavier. And I said, well, if I'm heavier and I'm flat chested, I would feel weird. Like I would just feel like disproportionate myself. Right. And so I was like, well, then I would probably lose weight to c- try to like balance my body out. And you have said, you don't like me skinny. Right. Look at how complicated this is becoming. And so then that was when you were like, I don't care how much you weigh. He's like, you could be 200 pounds or 98 pounds. If you're confident, I, he's like, as long as you're healthy and confident, that's all I care about. So that was when you were like, I've never even thought to say this before. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how, where we wanted to bring this conversation to you guys is that we've also never, we've just never talked about it in that way. Confidence is attractive sexually and non-sexually. Right. <clears throat> yes. Confidence. Oh, you got this. You know what to do. Or even the confidence in you wanting something. Like right. I, we talked about this on, a, on, a, on a, another podcast, mm-hmm. but we'll talk about it more. Like confidence in you saying, hey, I want the garage this way and this and this and this. Let's go do it together mm-hmm. or I'll do it myself or whatever. Maybe not the garage because that's like a home project or something like that. But like, hey, I want to get these jeans and right. they're $100. Right. And here's why I want them. Here's, here's why I want them. And... I look super good in them. I'll feel great in them. If you come to me with that kind of attitude, that confident attitude, I'm like, hell yeah. Right. Go get them. Mm-hmm. Right. Which, oh, I am, conf- <clears throat> I am confident in how we manage money. I'm taking ownership and control of it Th- this way. Here's, you know, a hundred dollars a month for this, this, and this. I'm like, I can get on board that. She knows what the hell she's talking about. Right. She's bringing that confidence. <clears throat> People love to follow confidence because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, that's a that's a leader. That's mm-hmm. a person who seems to be like knowing what they're doing, right? Um, and even if they're not, we still are like inclined to follow them, right? And co- and confident people don't even need to be physically attractive to be attractive. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's and it's important. Yeah, there's lots um, of examples of people who are like not super beautiful, right? Or handsome. And in the times now, I'm flipping over the sex, the sexually sexual confidence, the times where you've been super sexually confident, like in your body or whatever. I'm like, hell yeah, let's, let's go. You know, this is great. This is exciting. It's stimulating, not just visually because you're naked or something like that. It's like, oh, I get to have sex. Oh, great. No, it's much more deeper than that. Like on a, an emotional level. You even said it before. Like when I show like confidence in certain things, you're like, okay, I can, I can follow that or I can do that. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. When I say, oh, God, all I can think of is Tony Baker. I'm just, I talk oh, right. like I'm Tony Baker all the time. People are like, what is she doing? Probably have no idea why I would say like. Go follow Tony Baker on Instagram. I know, he's, he's funny. so funny. Um, but the point is, hey, 95 pounds, a zillion pounds, regular size boobs, deflated sacks. If you're confident in that, you yourself, if you're not self-conscious about that Mm -hmm. and you can feel like you can walk around naked or you can feel like, hey, let's go have sex or you can feel like wearing a bathing suit or you can feel like taking charge of this or taking charge of that, Mm -hmm. that is attractive. And I'm not just talking about sexually attractive. So all you ladies who think just guys want one thing, that's not what I'm talking about. Right. You especially. I'm not talking about that. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So in relation to your boobs, I want us to, and I really honestly like how we've been using we language and us Mm -hmm. this whole time. Oh, it's your body. Mm -hmm. It's a thing, right? Right. Like if I was going to get some medical procedure, you'd Mm -hmm. be like, oh yeah, we don't know what to do or what's the best option here. Right. Right. It's not just like, I don't know. Seth will figure it out. Like I'm (laughs) totally not in that line of thinking. right, right. Right. So it is important that way. And I will say whatever brings you that confidence, that self-assuredness, that um, self-esteem even. And I'm not talking about, yeah, big boobs make you have, now you're worth something. I'm not talking about that Mm -hmm. at all. I'm saying, what do you feel confident? What do you feel powerful? What do you feel empowered by? Do that. Mm -hmm. If it's nothing, okay. If it's something, okay. (laughs) Right? Nailed it. Nailed it. I like that. And I think that's a great place for people to open up conversation in their own relationships, like uh, just around confidence with um, their partner, confidence in their partner, like Mm -hmm. allowing to even to just allowing you as a person to say to your spouse, hey, please tell me what makes you feel the most confident here. Mm -hmm. And confidence is a different feeling than attractive or right. I don't know what other word you would use. Apparently I can't think, think, think of any it. other thing, but think about it this way. When I am uh, on a run of 75 hard, right. Uh, even from day one, um, later days, because I see like more physical changes and stuff like that. Say day 40 where I'm just like, Oh man, he's like, you can see there's a difference in his body. Mm-hmm. I have a different confidence in everything. Mm-hmm. Right. Decision-making <clears throat> planning mm-hmm. sexually, uh, just the way you walk down the freaking street, it it encompasses everything. Right. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I in, encourage you guys to think about it that way, not just like, okay, big boobs make me confident or whatever. If, if so, if that's you, do it. Do it for the right reasons though. Um, but do the things that make you feel confident, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not just like one thing like, okay, yeah, get a boob job. No, go read, go read. I am enough by Marissa Peer. Mm-hmm. Go like do, you know, go meditate, go like get your mind right, all this stuff. And then all of it comes together. That's why 75 hard get is so great. Get your mind right, little chef. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Ratatouille, right? <laughs> Speaking of getting your mind right, you can't do it alone. And that's why I created badasshusband.com, right? Yes. It's a mastermind. It's of high performance, high awesomeness dudes who have like-minded goals and aspirations and desires and we come together to talk about this stuff where we hold each other accountable, we encourage one another, and we kick ass. Hmm. There you go, right? You will be joined with a team 
where you will uh, learn leadership skills and also you will learn how to be vulnerable. A lot of us guys don't know how to be vulnerable, but but when it's your turn to be man in the middle, you got 20 minutes of eight, eight other dudes dissecting your life, helping you out, saying, I think you're going sideways on here, man. Let's don't go that way. Let's go this way. And you get encouragement and also the power of networking. You're the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. For me, I want to hang out with dudes and ladies who are like up here killing it. Who was it? It was one of our coaching clients, someone that's in the mastermind too. And I brought up the Astro van in one of our calls and they mm-hmm. were like, Seth's trying to get you that Astro van. And that cracked me up because oh, yeah, you're I'm talking about, about it because it there's in the another mastermind. person who is networking, right? So go to badasshusbands.com and uh, schedule a call with me. We'll see if you're a good fit. Some people aren't. I've had some calls like, okay, dude, I don't go work on yourself first. And then you come back to this high performance right. group. Um, badasshusband.com. Go there. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what else there was something else I wanted to, well, actually I wanted to get your perspective on like, well, I want to talk about your perspective on my fake boobs and that, what that has been like for you. But is Mm. that not what you want to talk about? Cause I feel like you keep trying to redirect what I say. No, no, you don't want to talk about it. What's the thing? I would like to know your perspective. So I want to use this episode partially as education for people who are considering this or have Mm. ever thought about it from both perspectives of the husband and the wife, like right. from a, from my perspective, I gave birth to three kids and had like, you know, basically empty lays snackable bags <laughs> hanging from my chest. Your milk jugs were empty. Very, very empty. Uh, and I just didn't like how I felt. See, even that joke, like what could you say about my nuts if I had to like, you know, Oh, they're empty after I had kids and now I got to get them inflated. You're like, Oh yeah. Empty nut sack. I think it's funny that in, air in there, go in, to a gas uh, station and get some air in England. The peanuts were called monkey nuts. They were? Yeah, and it cracked me up. I took pictures of it. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's funny. But so anyway. anyway, I think that for part of me was like, ooh, hell yeah, kind of thing. You know, just like, okay, yeah, that's attractive. Boobs are attractive. And I was like, oh, yeah. But then the other part of me was like, am I being a super douche? And like in trying to like persuade brought, I'm her I'm the one who brought it up this? though, remember? Right. It was me. It wasn't you. Right. But still, that was in the back of my mind years ago. I was like, is this right? Shit. Should I do this? I don't know. I mean, I mean, not should I do this? It wasn't me, but noodle, don't noodle, noodle, don't noodle, right? Because in a decent marriage relationship, you want to support your partner right. in ways, and sometimes supporting them might be like, hey, that's a. I don't think this is good for our relationship, right. which that's happened to us mm-hmm. uh, uh, mutually several times, which has been basically turned out good. So yeah, there was part of there was there was part hell yeah, and there was part guilt of like. Oh, I don't know. I remember I felt super bad after you got them and I picked you up because you were literally post-op halfway out of it. And I was like, shit. Right. I threw up in the car. I feel so, what did we do? Right. What have we done? (laughs) Kind of thing. Right. (laughs) But then like you healed and then it was pretty cool. (laughs) <laughs> right. And I do want to talk about that. Like, I think <laughs> I wish that I had gotten better care at the other place. And when mm-hmm. I say better care, better education is really what I mean. Cause there's like right. all these differences and like the shape of the boobs you get, the size of the boobs you get, like the projectile point direction of the, and I'm not even kidding. It's like so many things to factor in that it's ridiculous. And, uh, like I'm trying to think of like, it's like buying a gun. You don't just go get a gun. There's like 800,000 kinds of guns that you could get. Right. And everything is like, oh, this one's made of aluminum. This one's made of metal. This one's made of galvanized steel. This one's made of these springs. I don't even know. Springs. I know you don't know. That's <laughs> why I'm just letting you go. But um, it's, there's so many things to factor in. And mm-hmm. I just feel like 
had I had someone to kind of guide me through that, I would have been more happy with the results of the initial boob job. Right. Um, and so, so and fast the outcome forward, would have been different. Right. So fast forward now, I think maybe because it was a not so good boob job, you kind of got self-conscious about it mm-hmm. a little bit. Am I right? Oh yeah. No, for sure. Cause the, it was the, the implants were too big for like a literally my body size. Right. So, and I'm not but, showy. Like this is what I wear all the time. I right. just wear like hoodies. So. so I think that factor has been a thing. And then again, me being like, dang it. Now you have to have another surgery, which is not, which is actually, cool. that's another thing that's really common. Nobody told me that you get boob jobs like every 10 years. I didn't know Yeah, that. it's like eight to 10 years. I had no, um, you're the one who wanted these stands. No, attached it wasn't. To the thing. You wanted these stands. No, it would have done it with the other one. That's why I would don't like things attached to tables. Would it have? Anyway, what? Uh, what was I saying? So yeah, current feelings now. I'm like, oh, you got to get a, a thing. So that's not cool, um, kind of thing. But none, the I think the realizations that we're having are pretty helpful, and none of it would have happened. None of these realizations would have happened had we not done that stuff. Right. You know, it's like hindsight's twenty twenty. We can't obviously change the future or anything like that. So change the past, you mean? <laughs> change the gee, COVID brain got me down. Down. Um, have but, you heard Hattie do? Uh, she goes moving ninety two point five. Oh yeah, she, she has does a radio, radio station. It's really, funny. it's really yeah. Brooke and Jeff in the morning or yeah. whatever. It so is. the thing is, is I feel sorry for you. I feel bad about like okay. How much did I influence this whole thing? Mm-hmm. Now you have to have a second surgery, which is not cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and you kind of got sick from it. I was like, damn it. I, I don't want to be responsible for you being sick or something, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. what if I said, hey, go get a nut job. <laughs> and now I'm like ill about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, I'm, I'm like physically like ill mm-hmm. and I have to have another surgery. You wouldn't be like <sighs> sad for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So part of it feels like oh, I'm sad for you there. And the other part is sincerely do what makes you feel the best, mm-hmm. right? So part of it's like, I don't know. I don't know if that's self-interest or not. I mean, well, uh, everything yes. is self-interest. Everything is self-interest. Yes. So yes, it is. Uh, because I know that when you do the right thing for you, you feel more confident and then I get to have sex with you more. So that's kind of selfish. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, it's no I'm serious. It's, not- it's like, I'm not worried about being it being selfish or not. So right. it sounds like you're worried about that. But well, not. it's just these things we think about. It's like, what did you just? Micro SD card has limited space remaining. It's still recording. So okay. Oh my gosh, we do. Need oh, it's to got wrap 15 it up. minutes. So Hattie's got to go to Taekwondo. So we yes, have to wrap it up. Ooh, so. We'll have a call to a potential mastermind card. A mastermind. Okay. Anyway, so we just wanted to share with you a little bit of our journey and the sort of the hilarity mm. of the conversation of Seth's getting his ball injected with silicone for some reason just sounded so funny to Ooh, us. Well, larger painful. balls. Right. But I think the, the, the major point of this is encouraging you guys to have real conversations. Right. We're not just talking about boobs and nuts here. <laughs> Deflated or inflated. It's going to be the name of the episode. Boobs and nuts. That's Boobs and good. balls. Boobs and nuts sounds better, I think. But... Encouraging you to have these real conversations. I've been remiss for going years without having real conversations, like real, real conversations, not to the point of like, okay, it's been three months. What's on your mind? Nothing. I can hate everything. Right? Because that's usually what guys do. Some of us do. We blow up and then tell our real feelings. And Melanie's like, what are you talking about, bro? Right. You haven't told me this for two months. What's going on? Right? So I personally, man to man, am encouraging you guys to have 
these real conversations. Conflict avoided is conflict multiplied, and I'm not interested in multiplying and receiving the compounds Mm -hmm. effects of negative stuff anymore. Right. And the tool is to talk about this shit. Right. It's kind of like, it made me think of it for some reason, every time you don't talk about something, imagine just having it. If it's a real thing, like, oh, I didn't talk about my feelings. Okay. I'll just put it in my backpack. That's that I exactly carry what every it is. single where, every single place I go, every single right. where I go. And then how does that affect your spouse? If I'm carrying a big ass backpack, then I can't walk as fast as mm-hmm. you anymore. Hey, keep up. What's going on? And, you know and like, saying? even think of intimacy. Like, why don't you want to ever be intimate, intimate with me? And you're like, I've got a backpack of all the things that I never said to you and all the things that you I, you should have done differently, but I never communicated. Like you're just burdened by mm. this massive weight of your unexpressed thoughts or whatever. And Sick. Sick is right. So don't do it. You guys, if this has piqued your interest in any way, go to badasshusband.com or email us, hello at anatomyofmarriage.com to talk more about coaching and how coaching has really just changed our whole world. If you're eager for that, for that change and you're ready for that change and you're willing to invest your time and your Mm. money and your emotions into it, then make the call right now. Schedule a call with us. We'll get on the phone, talk about if coaching is good for you and we will go from there. Do you want a group of guys to help you do life? (laughs) You do your radio voice. No, now that sounds like a a, a church youth group or something. Let's do life together. Uh, It's a community group. Anyway, I'm just kidding. It's not. So yes. If you want to talk about real shit and get your ass kicked and kicked other people's asses, and grow and make more money and have better sex and all these things, join Baddest Husband Mastermind. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, and please rate and review our show on iTunes. We are literally like four ratings and reviews We've away from a thousand. away for like 800 years. So come on, people. It's been longer than that. All right, anyway. we love you guys. Thank you so much. And we'll talk to you later. All right, bye. bye.